Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Robert Zhang. Good morning and welcome to HTC Daily. Passage today is from Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 10. It says, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. In our passage today, Jesus is teaching us about the persistence of prayer. And he's just taught us about the Lord's Prayer and how to pray. And this is something which Remus spoke about on Friday. Now, when we come to this passage, Jesus is teaching us about how to come to him boldly in prayer. And in verse 8, it says that there's this friend at midnight who has shameless audacity when he comes knocking and he continues to persist even when this man is still in bed. Now, normally, shamelessness would represent something negative. However, it also depends on the context. And if your cause is good, then shamelessness can also be a good thing because it can help us to take action and not to be afraid of rejection and one example I can think of is a few years ago when my brother was still living with me here in London one night it was really late like after one or two o'clock I had the light on in the front room because I was working late on a project now suddenly someone began pressing the bell incessantly and wouldn't stop and it woke everyone up in the house and normally when the bell rings that late at night I would ignore it for safety reasons because you never know who's going to be at the door and what their intentions are. But even after turning the light off, it had no effect because the person had already seen the light and so they kept ringing and ringing. And after a while, it became clear that they wouldn't stop. So my brother, he cautiously went to answer the door and he demanded to know why the person was causing such a racket like that. And at first, my brother was angry because he thought someone might be drunk or trying to cause a nuisance. However, it turned out that it was a man whose wife had been injured and was lying in the street. And this man apologised and said that he'd been desperately running around trying to get help. But then when he saw our front room light on, he had to keep ringing. So he had this shamelessness because of his desperate need and because he couldn't worry about disturbing the peace or whether we'd turn him away because of his desperate situation with his wife. And so that desperate situation became more prominent than his fear. Now, in this parable that Jesus tells us, 
He's saying that a man can be forced by his friend's shamelessness to give him what he ought. And so he's saying, how much more then will our loving God respond to our shameless petitioning when we ask for what we need? In this story that I told you about the man who was ringing on a doorbell in the morning, he persisted because he knew his wife needed help and that our house was the only light in the darkness. So this is the same kind of boldness or shamelessness that Jesus is saying that we should have when we come to God in prayer. That we see our need and we see that he is also the only light in the darkness. That Jesus goes on to say, I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be opened. So when Jesus uses these words, ask, seek and knock. If you notice, there's an increasing intensity about what happens. So ask is implying you're asking for assistance because you know that you're conscious of the need. But then seek is doing more than just asking. It's adding action. It's not just expressing your need, but you're getting up and you're looking around for help. So it involves some effort. And then knock. It not only involves asking, but also acting and then persevering. So it's like someone who keeps pounding on a closed door or ringing at a bell. So the text here actually reads, it doesn't just say ask, seek and knock in the original Greek, just saying it as a once-off occasion. But rather, it, the real sense of the Greek says, keep on asking and it will be given to you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and it will be open to you. So this kind of persistence indicates that we have a certain confidence before God, that we know that he is going to eventually answer our prayers. So this is the challenge to us this morning. Are we all being persistent in our prayers or are we giving up easily? Do we have that shameless audacity to keep banging on that door even when it seems closed? Are we coming with that boldness or are we coming timidly? Now, before I close here, the one qualification I want to make is if Jesus says we ask and it will be given to us, if we seek and we find and knock and the door will be opened, does this mean that everything we ask for or we seek or we knock for, that it will be given to us? Is God simply like a personal genie to us? And the answer is no. If you look in First John chapter 5, verse 14, it says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And there are many other passages in the Bible similar to this, such as saying to praying in Jesus' name. The key point here is asking according to his will. If our request is according to his will, then God will give it to us. But if we're asking for something out of a selfish motive, or that doesn't glorify God, then God's not going to honour that request. So what we should ask for is for his will to be done, not ours. And so what does that mean then when it comes to our attitude to asking, seeking and knocking? Or well, we should be asking for something that ultimately glorifies God. As Jesus taught in the Lord's Prayer in the verses just preceding this immediately, he said, your kingdom come, your will be done. And this is what we want to be praying whenever we're asking, seeking or knocking, your will be done. Or like as Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, not my will, 
but yours be done. And so this should really, this attitude of saying your will be done, this should temper our prayers when it comes to this shameless audacity that we have, so that we're not merely demanding from God that our prayers are answered, but that we're also coming in humility and saying, not my will, but yours be done. So let's pray that we will be coming in boldness, asking God, seeking him and knocking, that we will have that shameless audacity and that persistence to keep asking, even when we don't see our prayers immediately answered, but that we will also temper it with the attitude of your will be done and your kingdom come. Amen. This morning on HTC Daily, we prayed into the passage in Luke chapter 11, verses 5 to 10, that we would have that boldness and shameless persistence when it comes to praying to God. We prayed that we would keep asking, seeking and knocking, even when the door is closed. We also prayed that we would have that humble attitude of saying, not my will, but yours be done when it comes to our prayers. Amen. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.